Heavenly Father, one of the amazing things with you is that you hear us when we call upon your name. No matter how many we are, and even now, many thousand upon thousand at the same time are crying out to you. And your ears are very attentive to listen, to hear. And even when we can't speak, the words, but they are only inside. As we talk or speak silently, you are very near. So hear our prayers. In Jesus' name, amen. The second picture is peace. I'm sure this one is so much needed. Peace in the world, particularly this time in the Middle East, but it can be peace within yourself or peace also with a neighbor or a friend in school or you're just becoming a little bit anxious or angry because your teacher has not been that nice, maybe, or a friend, and you feel a little bit of attention there, or maybe a particular country you have in mind, you just want to cry to the Lord, say, would you grant peace? So this time, um, if you feel you want to say even just one word, Lord, have mercy. Lord, grant me peace. Lord, give peace to so and so. Lord, would you help someone in my school? You may not mention his name or her name. You want to pray. Um, please feel free. So we just want to hear a few prayers, people who can feel led to pray. And then at the end, I will close. So this is uh, open prayers. It's, it's, we just, if you want to open your eyes, that's fine. You want to close your eyes, that's also fine. But we just want to hear a few people here just praying um, that the Lord will have mercy and grant peace. And maybe some people also, this thought of God, I'm terrified about God, and just want to have a peace with him and be at peace, even in his presence. So let's just uh, pray for peace in the world and peace. And let's hear a few voices, and after that, I will close before we move uh, to the next part of our service. Lord Jesus, in the midst of uh, our trouble, you promised to grant us peace. And you have heard uh, cries for peace 
And we also pray, Lord, peace for the children who are anxious for their future. And those who, even in our country or elsewhere now, can't go to school because of what is going on in the Middle East. Children in Gaza and the other part where the conflict is so intense and war. We pray for peace. And as we look at uh, our own children here, the impact and rooted, we ask the Lord for peace in their lives. As they face many a time challenges also in school. So we ask, Father, that you grant them and you grant all of us your peace. So hear our prayers. In Jesus' name, amen. So we are going to stand and um, sing two more songs. And I'll be back and I'll speak longer. No. I promise you very short. Thank you. So I'm going to tell you a story, a very short story. I'm hoping that this story is going to help us to think also about ourselves, but also help us to think of the one who is at the center or at the heart of this story. There was a young man. He nearly died when he was just seven because he was hit by a van when he was just crossing the street. And that left him with uh, an injury. So he had a, a really bump in his head. And literally he knew that he was destined really to serve God, but also to serve the church of God throughout the world. He grew up in a Christian family, so he went to um, church by the will of the parent, but he, he wasn't a Christian until at the beginning when he went to study. And uh, he had uh, a privilege to go to one of the famous universities in uh, our nation. He went to Oxford. And it is there that he had uh, uh, an encounter with the Lord. That's where he, he, he became a Christian. And he had the privilege also sitting, you see, when sometime, not sometime, when you are taught by clever people. It's a privilege. I blame my teacher of English because uh, the English was just rubbish. That was probably, I did not like English. When I took it as a subject, I thought, this language, what's going to take me? But here I am. 
And so he, this guy had this famous teacher by the name of C.S. Lewis, who wrote, uh, you know, many books, and one of those books is uh, the Chronicle of uh, Narnia, or Narnia, you call it. So he, he, be, he began to be famous in life, and then when he finished studying, um, he was led to serve a, a church as a pastor, and he did that for three years. And then uh, God was still working in his life, and he dedicated all the rest of his life, uh, equipping and training um, pastors and church leaders. He wrote many books, and he became very influential. And one of his books um, sold out for uh, 1.5 million copies and translated in many languages. And so... It was very humble. He not wanted to be known as a famous, but uh, you know sometimes how people not pick you in a wrong way, but they say, hey. So they picked him by this magazine and uh, listed him among uh, the 25 top people influencing the church. So he was very famous. And you'll be wondering, who's this guy? So this guy is known by the name of uh, Jim Parker. So I've been uh, reading his biography and, um, or his, his life. And when they asked him what was his uh, last uh, words that he would give to the church or what would be his last advice to Christians, and that's where he says, after pausing for 10 seconds, Glorify Christ everywhere. Why? Because he knew that uh, apart from Christ, he would not have been who he was. Is uh, the work of God through Christ uh, that even as he reflected in his life. Uh, back from the time when he was miraculously saved by this uh, um, accident that he was knocked by this van. Um, so he, he knew that uh, this is God's work in, in his life. And he said to the church, to Christian, all your life glorify Christ. It made me think my own life, and I hope is help you think of your own life, maybe episode in your life when uh, you would not be here, I would not be here. I, I remember just uh, um, last year on Christmas Eve, I nearly went to meet the Lord. But I look back, there was a time back in the Congo, I suffered malaria and I went to this dispensary, and they gave me an injection. And uh, as they put the injection, I just, something went on in my head. I don't know where they put that, where there was a lot they put, or it went in a wrong place. And uh, I was going. And I could hear, you know, people praying. 
don't go, don't go, don't go. I look back in my life, I, that's why becoming now quite scary for plane because I, from France to Aberdeen, I took the small plane and it shook and all the luggages. And I thought, that's the end. And I look back in my life, I had at least four accidents, two in Congo, um, which left me with um, um, an injury in my leg, but also I was covered with blood because other people were so badly injured. I look back in my life and I keep saying, why am I still alive? A song very soon we are going to sing, a phrase which is there says like this, I wonder of the gift of life you have given me. Ask your parent, maybe they can tell you when you were young, maybe you could have lost already your life, maybe you could have not been here. Or maybe even in this stage of your life, they are episode. But why God has kept you? So that we can glorify him. Glorify Christ in every way. And so I finish with these two um, passages that are coming. That now that... As we live, whether we eat or drink, whatever we do, let's do it for the glory of God. And the other one, which is similar to this, whether whatever you do, whether in word or deed, do it all in the name of the Lord, giving thanks to God the Father through him. You see, when we pause, if we were to pause and look back and see how God has kept us, like this Jim Parker, how even God saved him, brought him under the feet of this giant and gave him a takeoff, we will be giving thanks to God. At the center of that, is Jesus Christ. May God help us to pause time and again, look back and ask, why am I still here? Am I destined for something that the Lord, or I cannot just keep waiting, I can start serving him now. Amen.